St. Patrick's Day. I will make this episode about St. Patrick's Day. This will be the St. Patrick's Day special. Every year on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day is hosted across the world. Celebrations are thrown across the world. Parties and parades are hosted and people dye their faces green and some people in some places even dye rivers green. But who was St. Patrick? This is the main question we have to ask ourselves. Who was he? What did he do? And what is the truth about his life? Most of what we know comes from the legends created by scribes in the 7th century. But I'm getting ahead of myself. St. Patrick's main work of literature that he wrote himself was called the Confessio. But before we begin, we have to first begin the backstory. St. Patrick lived in what is now Britain, what was called the Roman province of Britannia. But before we can understand who St. Patrick was, and even if he was a saint, we have to understand his past and the past before him. In the early years, Britannia was ruled by the Druids, who were like the intellectuals of society, who preached religion, taught people. The Druids' tales told of heroes and gods and goddesses and of heroes who went to the underworld to fight the gods and goddesses. But many Roman historians talked of and giant twig-like structures that the Celts would build, put people inside, and burn them alive as a practice of human sacrifice. The Romans were disgusted by this event. Not only were the Romans disgusted by it, but they decided to conquer Britain. In 55 BC, the conquest began. But in 55 and 54, there were two failed attempts at conquering Britain. To really get to the point where the Romans conquered Britain, we have to jump forward 130 years to 43 AD. Emperor Claudius has recently taken the throne and needs a glorious conquest to secure his position and his power. So he sends his generals to Britannia to conquer it. The Romans soon have conquered Britain and have fought off all of the rebellions. Then, even before the Roman pagan god began to fall, the Druidic culture and the Celtic beliefs began to collapse. Whenever the Roman pagan gods began to fall, the Druids began to fall even more. The religion was replaced by Christianity which was legalized in Rome in 312 A.D. by Emperor Constantine. This was the new religion that the Romans had adopted, and so the British adopted it. So, to, on to Patrick. There is no real true evidence as to where he lived. But before we start, St. Patrick today is normally associated with the Irish. However, St. Patrick wasn't Irish. Patrick's family was one of the first aristocratic families to adopt Christianity in Britain. 
Now, Patrick was born in 386 AD. People are not sure of wh where he was born. One theory is Isle Clueth, near Dunbarton, south of Scotland. But nobody really wanted to be south of Scotland. All the what? All the villas were where legend put them to be, where the scribes placed them, southeast Wales. So the traditional legend says that he grew up near the south of near the southeast of Wales. His family was an aristocratic family. By then, he, he for two generations, his family was was Christian. His grandfather was a priest, and his father was a was a counselor and tax collector for Rome. Growing up, Patrick learned and studied like a Roman boy. Despite the fact that he spoke Old Welsh, he still was learning Latin and playing Roman sports. In 405 AD, he was captured by King Leinster of Ireland after he assassinated King Nile and reversed the voyage from, from setting course for Gaul, present-day France, to setting course for Britain. Among the thousands of hostages taken was Patrick. Patrick was taken to Ireland and sold to a chief, Orir. When he finally returned home by escaping after all of his prayers to God and his fasting and the voices he heard, he escaped back to Britain. But then he realized he knew the Irish better than he knew his own people. And he had visions telling him to go back to Ireland and teach them about Christianity. So he got an education in religion and went to Ireland. But the part about his education is unknown. It is most likely that he took a Brit that he learned in a British school because the legend tells that Pope that Bishop Germanus from Gaul tra trained him. Although it is highly unlikely that Bishop Germanus trained him. So, when he returned to Ireland, he began to teach of Christianity. Soon, several kings realized they could exploit Christianity. And in the 7th century, after most of Ireland was converted, everybody was rivaling to have the main church. So... Tiraku, I can't pronounce their names. Two scribes were hired to write stories and books about St. Patrick. Therefore, they made him to be a saint. And they also talked of all his accomplishments and portrayed him as a Celtic warrior. After this, in the previous centuries, he began to convert all of the Druids to Christianity. There is one incident where one of his followers put on the cloak of a Druid and the Druid put on the cloak of St. Patrick. 
they went into a barn, and St. Patrick lit, lit the barn on fire. The cloak of the Druid was burned, but not the cloak of St. Patrick. And St. Patrick's follower left perfectly unharmed, but the Druid was burned to death. This was shown as the superiority of Christendom. And so, after many years and his death in 461, on March 17th, most of Ireland was converted. And so that is the story of why we now celebrate St. Patrick's Day.